Yo, welcome to episode 11 of Talking Sports with Way and Bro, we in this motherfucker. I'm sorry. I'm giddy. Like, I'm excited right now because this is our first episode of Talking Sports with Way and Crony after we've hit our mark of 100 subscribers on YouTube. After we didn't hit our mark of 100 subscribers on YouTube. That honey bun. <laughs> that mean honey bun. So we in here now, though. So yes, definitely, definitely, this is an exciting episode. This is actually the first episode of any podcast to be shot after we've hit that 100, <laughs> that 100 on YouTube. This, this is the very first one. So this is history that, that people are, are getting right now. This right now, this is actually a historic episode. Right? This, this really <laughs> is. So, Mr. Crony, if you would, let the people know what we're going to talk about today. Well, today should be a good episode. Uh, we're speaking about first takes list. Uh, I'm sorry, first takes <laughs> list of the uh, best prime players at the moment. Facts. It's in the league right now. Yep. Uh, the golf tournament uh, between Manning and Brady. Yep. And others. And others. Um, the recording of MJ's. Uh, MJ speaking on uh, Isaiah. Isaiah Thomas, <laughs> which makes me feel a few ways, but we're going to get into we gonna that. We're going to get into that. Uh, we're going to get into the NFL uh, Sky Judge. Yup. And thoughts on Belichick. I'm looking forward for that guy to get on that. So, 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 we're here. We're here. We're here. First things first. What's first thing? I think we should go with the golf tournament. Golf tournament first? So, they had themselves a little golf tournament over the weekend or over these past... It was over the weekend, right? It was Sunday. It was Sunday. They had a golf tournament on Sunday for COVID-19. It was Tiger Woods and Peyton Manning versus Phil Mickelson and Tom Brady. And boy, was that shit entertaining. Now, now I must I must preface this really quick. Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods. Uh, no, I said Tiger Woods and Peyton Manning and Tom Brady and Phil Mickelson. Mm. It, was, it was a team thing. Oh, gotcha. Um, but I, I got Shannon to shoot off to the side. Hey, y'all. Uh, but, yeah, that was that was interesting. Now, again, I must preface this. I did not watch this live. But what I did see was just, like, basically the funniest parts of it, um, some of the worst shots and some of the best shots, which is pretty much the whole fucking thing. Like, I didn't see all the... between Brady... Between Brady and Manning with the best shots of the, of the... Bro, some of them some of them shots I saw Brady hitting. Dog, some of those shots I saw Brady hitting were... That was after the seventh hole. It was after Chuck was talking shit. It was after... <laughs> it, was after it was after Charles Charles Barkley was talking shit. Charles Barkley was just like, Hey, Tom, I think I can... Me, you can and go, he the worst golf player, they say. Bro, me, Tom, me, you can go... For some reason, Charles Barkley, he does this thing where he'll go like, hm, hm, hm. like, like, it's like, it's like stiff as hell. He can't and, make par. Bro, it's he can't even make bogey. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry. No, you good, but yeah, Tom, but Tom told Chuck, like, look, Chuck, it ain't over yet. It ain't over yet. I think that was the best shot. Once he told Chuck, it ain't over with. Tom, was it was an eagle. Tom hit for Tom hit for eagle. And if y'all don't know what eagle is, eagle was a par five in golf. So, par one, if you hit it on like the the first stroke, hold it one. Hit it on the second one, you make eagle. Third, birdie. Uh, fourth or no, 
forces birdie. But basically like that. Basically, Tom, off those first couple of shots from par, made Eagle, like, literally went, that bitch spit and went in. Soon after. Soon after him and Charles Barkley got done talking shit. He did split his pants and stuff, though. Cool. Tom Brady. That was funny. And, and then tell them what Peyton was saying. Tell tell them how Peyton was getting at his ass. Oh uh, yeah, he started to trash talk off uh, with the with the first question of who he thought who he thought of having there for his caddy. And he went off and said, uh, he was like Eli. He was Eli. like Eli. Like you know what? He maybe said, Eli, maybe, Foles. maybe Nick Foles. And then he was like, but well, I just go ahead. I thought about bringing Bill Belichick. I'm gonna get Belichick <laughs> on your ass. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna get Belichick. But Tom Brady did say that. Somebody from the Eagles, the Eagles organization, he would have been more afraid to ask somebody from the Eagles. Tom Brady, Tom Brady went, and I forgot where he was talking about this, so I can't quote the sources on this one. But Tom Brady said that the only team in the league right now that he's afraid of is the Eagles. The Eagles. That's the only team in the league he's afraid of right now is the Eagles. Think about that. Nine Super Bowl appearances, six Super Bowl rings. And the only team he's afraid of is one that I believe got put out in like one of the first couple of rounds last year. Him. I I get why he said that it. Defense, it gotta be because of the who the defensive players that was on that squad. I mean, that's the only thing I could think of. And think about this now, Tom Brady. If he want to get to a Super Bowl, there's a chance him and the Eagles might be in the NFC conference. <laughs> so one, so so Tom Brady might be able to get his revenge before the ring. Tampa versus Philly. Tampa versus Philly in the NFC Conference. Oh my goodness! Florida versus Pennsylvania. Florida versus Philly. Dog. Like Florida's already crazy. Florida's already already crazy. But then you got the Eagles fans, who are one of the most rabid fan bases ever. Like if you had to rank the top three most rabid fan bases. You got the Cowboys fan base. You got at the top. At, at the very top. <laughs> then after the Cowboys fan base, you got like the Jets fan base. And then you got like the Eagles. The Jets ain't had a good QB since since Joe Namath. Since Broadway Joe. They ain't had a good QB since Broadway Joe back in the 60s and 70s. So make every QB after that. Because I looked up the history of, of the Jets to kind of get an understanding. After that. The Jets have the, the closest they had was Testaverde. Then they got Chad Pennington, who, who arguably in the AFC East was Tom Brady's biggest competition because Chad Pennington was the only person outside of the Patriots to win the AFC East. He took two AFC titles from Tom Brady while he was with the once with the Jets, I think once with the Dolphins. Again, look it up for yourself. But still. That was, that was Tom Brady's only, like, real competition. Still irrelevant. Still irrelevant. Then they had uh, Mark Sanchez there for a few years. And then the butt fumble happened. And that whole thing fucking blew up in smoke. <laughs> Tom Brady ain't never really had no challenge in the AFC East. And now he's coming to the NFC where there's nothing but challenges. There's nothing but challenges in the NFC. You got, let's just, let's just, we got Philly. You got Minnesota. You got Jimmy G. You got Russell Westbrook. I can't forget the man himself, Drew Brees. That should have been the first name. That should have been the first name that I popped up out my motherfucking mouth was Drew Brees. 
He got heat coming his way. The NFC, people in NFC are biting. Are biting at the opportunity to get it. That just made me me want to ask, do you think they're going to be a 10-win team? Or over a 10-win team? The Tampa Bay Buccaneers? Sorry, I had to take a sip of this Mountain Dew. Um, This episode is sponsored by Mountain Dew Fumpage. (laughs) (laughs) But, um... Yeah, I think they're gonna be a twelve win team. Twelve, twelve, twelve and four, twelve and four, baby. Tampa Bay, twelve and four. I'm looking for a Colts Tampa Bay Super Bowl. I don't. I am not gonna put my house on it. But <laughs> I, was about to say, I am not gonna bet the house on that one. But I definitely would love to see a Colts versus Buccaneers Super Bowl. Tom Brady versus the Colts. And we get to stop him from getting ring number seven because I feel like with Tampa, Tampa got receivers, they got defense, they got an O line, they got a mean running game. Tampa got everything. All they really needed was a competent QB, and they got, let's just say, it, the best fucking quarterback of all time outside of Joe Montana. The best QB of all time outside of Joe Montana, Tampa Bay guy. They got an opportunity to go for a ring. They really do. I just. I don't know with Brady because I mean his age. Cliff, are we are, are we doing Cliff talk you know here? We're being so, like he he got the team around him to be able to at least make it there, but <coughs> it's a question if he's gonna be able to utilize his weapons the right way to make those big plays. So like, are you giving me a Max Kellerman take here, sir? Are you saying that's not a Cliff? It's a Ravine? <laughs> are, are are you are you Max Kellerman me here? I don't know what it is, man. Because, like I said, he last year he definitely he hit the cliff. But he okay, always, he didn't hit the cliff. He slide down the hill. But you know he, but he has he rolling right now. But he but, ain't hit the bottom of it. But but Tom Brady at 40, 41. This that was the the first time that Tom Brady had a season with no fucking receivers. That he again he's forty one. That's the first season with no goddamn receivers. Didn't he make a, didn't he make a living off of having no names? Exactly when he so was in his thirties. So I'm not trying to hear the niggas forty. About, I'm not trying to hear about the. What no are we names talking? Now. Let me know what y'all think. I'm not is trying Tom to hear Brady, about the no names now. Is Tom Brady being forty the reason why he couldn't do it with these no name receivers right now? Like comment down below and let so us know. So wouldn't that be arguing my or still helping my argument and no that he's like he's going downhill right now. I, okay, yes, I feel like that does, what I'm saying does help your argument in that sense. But what I mean is this, when Tom Brady was 35, 36, 37, 38, popping off ring after Super Bowl appearance after motherfucking ring, when he was nine, when he had no fucking receivers, that was still somewhat of a young, like, technically young Tom Brady. Or like, you know, Tom Brady was still in his prime, which people didn't even think, think was going to extend this goddamn long. Right. So... On top of that, now Tom Brady's over the age of 40, which most QBs copped out before 40, and he had no receivers. So, again, is he going to be able to utilize his weapons? Yes. I feel like this is the first time in a long time since he had Randy Moss. He's not going to be throwing those type of passes, man. Not a lot. Not a lot. This is the first time since Moss where he didn't have a name receiver. 
but a deep threat. He got deep threats. Mike um, Evans is, he and Chris Godwin. is he going to be able to use those yeah, deep threats to run? I'm about to fling that bitch. I ain't even a Brady fan. I've hated Tom since he. I've hated Tom my whole football so watching his career. His arm is still there. I feel like Tom about to fling that bitch, and I feel like he gonna have Tom because of that whole line. We haven't seen it. It's it's been. And he got over Bruce Arians as his it's coach. It's been over a year that we have not seen him be able. I ain't gonna say be able. We just haven't seen it. Also, we haven't seen him throw over the top. We haven't. Also, though, a lot of those passes. He, but that's that was never really that was never really the Patriots system. I'm anyway. not saying it is, but you automatically giving him the I'm gonna be able to utilize these deep threats automatically before you even seen it. Look, bro, I've never. I will not. Not gonna say never. I've always bet against Brady. I've always bet against Brady. I'm not about to do it now. I'm not about I'm to not going to. That's the thing. Me, I said the same thing. I'm not going to bet against Brady. I'm not going to say that he's not going to make it. But I'm not going to sit here and say he's going to be able to utilize his weapons the right way. I'm not going to say he's going to be able to do that because I haven't seen it. I got you. I got you. Okay. Again, fair enough. We, we literally skated past the goal game. We got this yeah, play. I know. <laughs> but it's cool. It's the goal. It, it's the goal. It is. It, like, it just got to call it what it is. But, <laughs> but, uh, next thing, next thing, next thing's next. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, that was a solid 15. That's, that's, solid, that's a solid 15. Okay. We can go ahead and go into uh, MJ's recording. Woo! Okay. I want your take on that. I'm ready for that. Okay, because I'm going to say, I think you'll have, like, the hot button one on that one. Um, I, I was aware of this recording, but it had to be brought back in my, and and like, it had to be brought back. I've heard this recording before. That's why, cause like, I just watched the, or just listened to the clip of MJ saying, I told them, or I told the, the, the person that organized the U.S. Olympic basketball team that organized the dream team, if Isaiah's not playing if Isaiah's playing, I'm not about to be on this team. Fuck that. I've heard that recording before. So, with that being said, I already knew that Jordan was bullshitting. Like, this whole, oh, I didn't say keep Isaiah off the team. Oh, Isaiah is a good guy. And me and Isaiah's beef extends to me and the bad boys. It's never nothing personal with me and Isaiah. Nah, my nigga. You said it. You said it. Again, I say this every broadcast because I want y'all to, every time we talk about Michael Jordan, to let y'all know the extent of, of what I mean. I, I am from Gary, Indiana. That is a 30-minute drive from Chicago. Okay? Gary is accepted more by the city of Chicago and the state of Illinois than we are by our own motherfucking state. When the Bulls were popping off six championship rings, Gary was filled with Chicago gear. We felt like that was our from Chicago. We felt like that was our state winning mm-hmm. that ship. Not that we're from Chicago, but we felt like shit. Like we're like we we're fucking neighbors. Like it just is what it is. Um, so I so again this recording of Jordan saying um, if if Isaiah's on the team, I ain't gonna be on the team. I already heard that shit. I've been heard that shit. So it didn't sway you. It, it didn't sway me either which way. But what did sway me, and I'm going to put this out there on record, Michael Jordan might not ever hear this. This man got money above, a hundred times above my pay grade at this motherfucking what point. That? <laughs> what I will say is this. Don't another motherfucking person mention Chuck Daly. That man was an excellent coach. He coached the dream team. Let that man 
Rest in peace. Don't another motherfucking person mention Chuck Daly. Unless you were a bad boy piston, or at least you were somebody that, that he considered a fucking friend. That's what gets me. Don't mention Chuck. Like, like in that recording, Jordan threw Chuck Daly under. Right. under and I don't think he said that, bro. Under the bus. Talking about some, yeah, Chuck was on my side, too. Like, what? That guy, it was, it was, Chuck already said he was, he didn't want him on the squad, so you don't have to worry about that. That was the words. And I'm like, wasn't he Isaiah's coach? Exactly. I ain't no way he said that. How you mean, just didn't want him on bro, that squad. Bro, my coach ain't about to flip on me? Like, What? That's some bullshit. And that honestly, when I when I again after re-rehearing this recording and hearing him throw in Chuck, that's what pissed me off. Oh my gosh. Even if he even said it. I just feel I love the documentary. I loved it. But it was extremely one-sided. You can say it was everybody's opinion, but it kind of wasn't. It was, but a, a it little was Jordan's bit, opinion. But it was pretty much Jordan's look on everything, and he straight up sit there and lied to it and said that he didn't have anything to do with Isaiah being on the team when he really was the reason, if you ask me, why he wasn't on the team. Like it's documented. Like you said it. I think the recording from 2011. It's fucking. That's what's getting me. So you literally, Michael Jordan. You multi-billionaire, you you six-time multi-MVP, multi-score the, champion, the best player of all the time. best player of all fucking time. You on the last dance was like, no, I didn't say that shit. I, Isaiah, cool, like I, I didn't, I wouldn't have gave a fuck if he was on the team. Right. But then a few years prior, your bald head, stupid ass, still got motherfucker. I'm sorry, bro. Your stupid ass got caught with the recording. Y'all heating up. Talking about, like, no, talking about you, you, like, I didn't want him on the team. And I said it, but the coach already said he didn't want him on the team. Fuck out of here, bro. He just can't just say, Fuck it. I don't want him. I mean, he already the greatest of all time. It's not going to sway people's feelings about him. He should have just been trooping from the get-go. That's why Pippen's my said, I didn't want him on the team. Like, everybody already know anyway. So it didn't even matter that you, I mean, it didn't even, you didn't even need to come go on there and say that you didn't because. We got it. We, we fucking got it, bro. We, are, we, we got it on record. What the fuck are we talking about? I didn't mean to get that heated. I swear I didn't. That shit just threw me the fuck off. Like, I, I hate, I hate when, when motherfuckers like, bro, it's on, it's documented. It's like, like for instance, right? And again, I don't mean to make, cause this, this is not nowhere near a political broadcast. But I do have to state this as just a comparison. Like with Trump, right? When when Trump goes on record and says certain shit, then motherfuckers go up behind him and be like, oh, that's fake news. He didn't say that. But we caught you. Bitch, you were leaving. Like, we caught you. Like, in the middle of what the fuck you were saying. So... It's still like, I don't know. I didn't say it. <laughs> that wasn't me. No, no, yeah, motherfucker, yeah, it, was. it was. We caught you. Like you said some dumbass shit, and we, and we gonna we gonna address you about this dumbass shit you said. So again, keep Chuck Daddy's name out your fucking mouth. 
Um, but that's my personal take on this whole situation. Well, what's yours, bro? I mean, just what I said, man. It just—I think a, the documentary was great, but it was just—it was just too much one-sided. You sit there and just lie right on camera to everybody. We pretty much already knew that you, it was because of you. So I mean, that's just my take. It made me feel a little way because I already give you the go, but you still feel you need to be out here lying. You too old for that. Like you just, bro. This guy just said this was you. You you did this. Oh, it's an image. It's an image thing with MJ. That's his thing. Like, and but we I, already have the image of him. What else? Do you, what else? Do you, what are you trying to change? It's, that, it's that ultimate competitive nature and shit, bro. That's all the fuck it is. It's yeah. And you can't penalize somebody for being just like you, pretty much. You stopped him from getting on the squad because he was just like you, pretty much. But you were the better player. Like, think about it like this. And here's something that people don't really think about, right? Here's going to fuck y'all up if y'all really ain't paid attention. Isaiah Thomas is from Chicago. Michael Jordan's playing for the Chicago Bulls. Think about that for a fucking second. Isaiah Thomas is from Chicago. He from Chi-Town. And Michael Jordan's playing for his hometown team. It's not like the city of Chicago don't embrace Isaiah. But the city of Chicago rock with MJ way harder. Because he bought he, he the ring. Statue out there. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Think of like, 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 like this, this, this beef, this beef got layers. This beef got multiple layers, bro. And it's not done cooking. It, it, it's, it's been, it's been 30 years. And we only done with one side. We still got a season and season and, and grill that, that other side. We, we only on one side right now. Yeah, it's going to turn into something. We don't know what, but it's going to turn into something. They're going to be your 70 year old man talking, fuck up. Man, I'm going to hate this motherfucker. Like, on fucking smoking cigars and shit like that. Like, Isaiah, is that your bitch ass? Isaiah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get on to the next topic. <laughs> let's go on to the next topic, um, which is uh, NFL Sky Judge. Ooh, you start this one off, sir. Do you want me to explain it? Then you go. I can explain it. Yeah, you got to. <laughs> I'm sorry, you I got to. I explain it. I explain it. You got to. So, basically, what the NFL Sky Judge is, if you all haven't noticed, over the past few seasons, quite a few seasons, there has been at least one crucial game where the officiating has fucked up tremendously. And to avoid the fuck up of... You know, to avoid the fuck up of, you know, officials and shit like that. They decide that they're going to, they're going to, they're proposing the idea of putting a, a skybox judge to be able to see the whole field. That way they got a whole nother perspective on top of the on field referees to determine what's going on. Which I personally don't think is a bad thing. I understand why. It's, it's needed or why you should do it. But again, Mr. Crony, uh, before I, as you know, give my full in-depth enough in-depth analysis, I could get that out for some reason. Go ahead, sir. Uh, it's not a good idea. Ooh. I don't think it's going to really help them being so far up trying to see every play. They already, already in what, New York watching it to make sure they don't Mess up play. They're talking still, about like on like on site. On I know, site I know. So and then plus it's not enough 
evidence to help you come up with a way to fix it. And I don't think this is going to be the way to fix it. It's still going to happen. Right now, if that's the only thing that they're going to do to stop this, it's still going to happen. Man. That's my take. Look. Let's just go back a few years here. Dez Bryant and Tony Romo. <laughs> Dez Bryant and Tony Romo got fucked. Yeah, they did. Because of bad officiating. Sans got fucked twice. Sans got fucked twice. Because of bad officiating. It's about time. We, I feel but like what is the sky? What is the sky judge gonna do different? It's an overhead view. Like they already got a million cameras and millions of views there with them out in New York during the game that they're watching and they're able to replay, rewind, fast forward, whatever. So what's the difference? Why are you spending all this money to put this up there to fix a problem that? You already got a million dollars on and you still can't fix. Because the NFL hate being criticized. Roger Goodell's a bitch. So this is also just, he, he so like saw. I said, this is just going to cover others. Oh, we came up with something, but it's still Literally, literally, that's what it is. <laughs> that's exactly what the fuck it is. But it's still going to happen. Like, this is a, well, no, this is not the same with the Colin Kaepernick thing at all. No, no. No, no, not at all. But look, look, this is the only reason why I was going to prepare the two because I want to explain myself. With Colin Kaepernick, the NFL knew they didn't give a fuck about about the you know about Colin Kaepernick and what he was standing for, right? The NFL knew they didn't give a fuck. They didn't give a fuck. But the NFL was like, look, um, we got this policy, or we're doing this, and this is the reason why, and this, and throwing up all this smoke to to try to hide the real reason that we all knew was there. You motherfuckers are getting paid by the National Armed Forces. To have airplanes fly over and the national anthem and all that shit. You're getting money for that shit. Y'all ain't doing this out the courtesy of your own heart just because y'all are getting money in order to do that shit. Preach. So on top of that, Preach. on top of that, then you got these racist ass owners that don't want to hire black gyms. They don't want to hire time out, stop saying again. You got these racist ass owners that do not want to hire black gyms. They do not want to hire black coaches. The most they want to do is hire black assistant coaches and have niggas on the field for them playing the games. That's the most these owners want the fuck to do. If there's a black owner up there, why the fuck is there going to be a black owner up here? This is this is a white guy's club. They run the league. The owners run the NFL. Exactly. This They, they literally, like, ownership... And this is an American issue. And again, I don't know why... I guess, I guess, you know, this type of shit just is going to bleed in as it always does. But ownership as a whole in America, white people, or at least the racist ones, not the ones that understand that we should all be able to do this shit. The ones that, that, that got this mentality where it should only be us. They don't want us to have ownership of shit. They don't want us to have ownership of businesses. They barely want us to own a fucking car. So why the fuck would they give us a multi-billion dollar NFL team? Jay-Z working on he, he working, trying to work through it. It's only a minority part. It's only a minority ownership part. Just like Venus and Serena got like a minority stake in the Dolphins. A minority stake though. Where's the full-time ownership? Fuck it. Even if I want to be full-time owner, where the fuck are the black GMs? Y'all don't think another topic for another day, bro. Nigga. Like, <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, but yeah, on the topic. So, what's your take on the sky judges? On the sky judges. Do you think it's going to help the situation yes or not? Yes, I feel like I feel like why not? Why not? Y'all, y'all, yeah. you gotta explain to me how it's going to fix it. I don't see it. Look, if, if I feel like the overhead perspective, look, they don't have an overhead perspective of the situation. Like I feel like so having an overhead perspective of the situation would help. Look, at that point, they have no excuses. They have no excuses at that point. So then what's going to happen once they keep happening? Then fuck it. After that, then we can talk about that when it happens. Or we can, you know, get on them and talk about how they ain't shit and all that other stuff. Let it go. Until something is proven that they're doing it on purpose or something. It's going to happen. Referees mess up. In every kind of sport, it happens. It does. Chuck it up. That's how I feel. I think we've given y'all about almost a good 30 minutes of some fire-ass fucking content. Um, so, for our listeners on iHeart, Apple, Spotify, Google, we're going to take a brief, you know, a brief break. Um, for our watchers, stay there. We're just going to switch up the audio, and then we're going to keep going. But, again, um, for those on Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, here's a word from our sponsor, the Anchor App. Yo, I do. Um, it's me, Way. I'm Crony. Um, I am, as you all know, president, CEO of the Ways World Network. And I'm Crony, <laughs> co-host. He's the co-host of Talking Sports Away, and Crony is also one of the executive vice presidents of the Ways World Network. We are coming to you to let you know that the second half of this episode of Talking Sports with Way and Crony um, has some technical difficulties. The audio got lit when the iPad died. We do want to say we apologize uh, for the delay, but if you want to catch the the second half of the episode, you can watch it on YouTube. Um, you can also watch it on Facebook Live, where you know it was originally recorded as well. Uh, so if you want to see the second half after the ad break, that is exactly where you find it. Uh, thank you so much, and peace.